to the I knew somebody I didn't know it all podcast so this is kind of like horns up with just me I you know the boys were all busy tonight so just kicking it with fucking Zach and Dylan from Silent Off History the OG members he's Zach is still current member we had a reunion show I'm playing guitar this Saturday Baltimore fucking Baltimore people come see us play yeah, buy your tickets. Buy your tickets from us. <laughs> anyway, um, it's been a while since I've done a show. It's fucking fun to like have an episode where it's just fun. Like, I'm not stressed one fucking bit about this. I've got some bunny years going on, dude. Like, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good podcast. So, Dylan, what's up, dude? Tell the people about yourself, who you are, what you do, what you play. Um, my name's Dylan. I was the original drummer for Silent Fish Street. You know, played with Zach for probably about six or seven years with all that, and uh, parted parted ways on good terms. I feel, and you know, we're still still friends to this day. So, fucking right, dude. So, uh, what uh, what instrument? You said drums. Did you say drums? Yeah, drummer. I was like, I'm trying to send somebody else to wait for the show. Um, okay. Yeah, sorry for the dead air, everybody. Zach, what's up, dude? Come get closer to the microphone. Oh, and uh, okay. say hello to, to Hey, everybody. Um. Last last show we played was like last year, so we're looking forward to playing in, in Maryland again. Um stoked to have Shane on guitar with me this week and stoked to share the stage with Dylan again. Um it's been a while. So yeah, we're just gonna be rocking a 40 minute set of heavy tunes and celebrating ten years of heavy music, guys. So be a lot of fun. All right, dude. I'm hype as shit. I did a lot of work. I made backtracks. That's right. We don't have a bass player. <laughs> Michael Keane's the bassless. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I backtracked on the old Korean made headless bass, two hundred fifty dollar beast, and sick. Me? Yeah, I play for well for the show. I'm playing. This isn't playing, by the way. I'm playing. I just had it sitting next to me. I'm playing this uh, JP157 Sterling by Music Man. Um, it's pretty sick. Um, I bought a 
Was it a Schecter? Um, no, it wasn't a Schecter. It was a fucking LTD. And I got it, I don't know, for like $150 off, you know, for the store model. And uh, I just didn't fucking like it, dude. I didn't fucking like it. Uh, and I got that guitar for, I don't know, it was like $650. And I traded it for this fucking guitar, which is worth like $1,400, dog. So, like... I think I I think I made out. The guy just didn't know how to work a tremolo system and he couldn't keep it in tune. So he was just getting pissed off. And uh you know, I figured out how to work a tremolo system and you know without a lock it doesn't have a locking on, it's not Floyd Rose. And uh you know, if you want to do any kind of bending, you know, you got to fucking slam your Floyd Rose up. And then it'll kind of stay in tune. But like, if you do any kind of downward bending again, it just throws it all way out of whack because it, you know, there's a little bit of binding that happens up here in the nut and it just fucks with the tension. But then if, you know, you slam it back up, then you're good to go to like go ahead and bend and shit again. And it should be mostly back in tune. We're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but once I figured it out, you know, this thing's fucking sick. It plays like butter, dude. I can shred on this thing. It's so sweet. There's a lot, you know, it's, it's like low action fret buzz, but I don't give a shit. Play metal, dude. It's distorted anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, dude. Zach, what are you playing, bro? All right. You know, show this thing off, dude. I remember when they dropped these. I, like, wanted one, and now Zach fucking has one, dude. Oh, man. Ibanez. Shout out to Ibanez. Is, this a, is it the Prestige, or? It's the Axiom Label yeah, 7. Dude. So shout out to Ibanez. It's got uh, two pickups you can switch from the neck and the bridge down here. There's some volume knobs. Another tone switch. It's pretty sweet. A tone switch. Yeah. Tell me about the tone switch because to me, this would be my pickup selectors, you know? Yeah. That would be this pickup. Middle position would be both and down would be this one. But you're telling me this one does this one. And it's like an overdrive switch. Yeah. So like this will switch down to the, the bridge pickup. This will switch to the neck pickup. This is like an overdrive switch. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's got like a rosewood neck. So playing a lot of the rhythm parts, you get a lot of rich, chunky tones that a lot of people like to hear in the chugs, like a lot of old Chelsea Grin and a lot of old Born of Osiris and a lot of like, a lot of whole, old, old stuff, you know? <laughs> and shout out to Snark for tuning guitars since 19, whenever. Uh <laughs> They're small and easy to lose, but um, they're nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. Shout out, shout out, Ibanez. I like them. Mm-hmm. I like Ibanez. I have uh, an RG. You know, an old RG. I'm still missing that string from the other day. Yeah, yeah, it broke the string the other day. And we haven't replaced it yet, but you know, we don't need it. it- in due time. If I'm so, doing this all the time, I don't need that that <laughs> E string down here. Like I could play Jeremy's solo like on the high high <laughs> E string. Yeah, on the the <laughs> 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 Directed, bro. 
<laughs> it's so brutal though. It is super brutes. So dude, what like what was what was tell me about some fucking wild experiences that you had at Silent Fist Street, dude. Oh Dylan. no. Dylan's about to break out of the story here. Oh no. Which one? <laughs> I mean, so what? So what I've heard was you guys were just a bunch of high school, like right out of high school kids that were just there's party time, dog. And you guys or some people lived in the house on Fifth Street. And I think the band was called something else back then when you guys were actually living there, or whoever it was, was called. There. Uh, it was called Our Last Sunrise. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and apparently, you guys were just getting fucked up and writing music and having house shows. Yeah. So yeah, I got it was. About some of that. Some of some of that. I mean, that was like we we basically like I was in college and I would come home for like the summers and everything. And all of us like worked like different jobs, but it seemed like everything just kind of lined up at like, you know, we would get off work and everybody we wouldn't even have to hit each other up. Everybody would just like go instantly to the Fifth Street house. And we would just like sit there, chill, play music, drink beer, get fucked up, you know. Smoke <laughs> yeah, smoke hookah. Um, <laughs> play, play beer pong. <laughs> yeah, like when you're just and dude, just playing house shows. <laughs> like that's how that's how we started off, and that was just like playing house shows. Honestly, still to this day, like it was one of my like favorite things to do. Like I know Zach can concur with this with me. Like I play like so many shows. Like we played soundstage. We played. You know, uh, record theater way back in the day played like up at um, what was that? Uh, the Reverb Zach in Reading, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the Reverb. Uh, like we played played a lot of big shows and everything. Park and Rock. honestly, Park yeah, Rock. Park Rock. Drake few Bell. Times. We opened up for Drake fucking Bell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Drake <laughs> Bell and Fit for an Autopsy. That like, was a combination. Alaka, Fit for an Autopsy. Uh, Silent on the Street, Drake Bell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, that was wild. That was a wild show. But my favorite shows ever were like the small, tiny basement house shows. Hell yeah! yeah Do you remember that Halloween party before we had to uh, go for the Escape the Fate the next day? Oh god, which Halloween party? Because we played a lot of Halloween parties. Elizabeth's house when the Kraken bottle happened. Yeah, I remember that. That was a. I think Jeremy dressed up like fat ash ketchup, and you were playing drums, and we all got really drunk. Because like, so, like that was you guys were playing was, drinking games before I got there. That that was a really. <laughs> I ain't gonna go into a full situation, but that was a pretty. That was a pretty fucked up day, night before, and day for me. And then like we played that show, and honestly like it just took my mind away from everything and that was like literally the best like set i feel like i've ever played well, like i we, still find the videos from it and i'm like damn i was yeah. like on point we opened for car effects tonight before at canal club and then we played that halloween show in woodbridge and then we drove to allentown pennsylvania to open for escape the fate and stars and sailors and i wrestled a bear once was fucking bad. i tackled a squirrel twice yeah where, where i first finally got to meet uh courtney and uh mike stringer hell yeah dude yeah. Before Spirit Box was a thing. <laughs> I still don't. I like old Spirit Box, but I don't know. They're like talking shit on Tom Barber, bro. Oh, you know, Tom Barber's my man, dude. It's not cool. I haven't heard that with that one yet. Shout out to Tom Barber. Sure. Shout out to Tom Barber, dude. Excellent. Good old Tom Barber. 
like he was so cool, dude. He was so fun to fucking hang. I got to hang out with him twice. But like, smoked a lot of weed with that it, man. It was cool. I never put two and two together that him and Taylor were brothers. Who? Taylor Barber. I don't know who's Taylor Barber. Uh, Left to Suffer vocalist. Oh. oh. They they played a show together and uh they um when uh Tom Barber came out he's like so what y'all think of my little brother's band and everyone started cheering and he just says I'm like he's like yep that's my baby brother <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> dang this weekend's gonna be easy I think yeah yeah I think it's gonna be fun I think it's gonna be one of those ones where you show up and rock it. I mean, we practiced, so we're practicing again tomorrow. I mean, Dylan sounded good last time we played Yeah, with him, so, like, yeah. we're chilling. Yeah. As long as David is fine. Dude, he should be good. Here at the album. I like, he, like, right, he wrote it, yeah. so. <laughs> Dude, that was, like, the first time I touched that song in, like, a good six years. I haven't played this stuff in, like, over a year. <laughs> like, I wrote a whole new album for us. <laughs> yeah dude i had to fucking practice dude jeremy couldn't make it so like the duck face had to be real dude i learned i had to relearn all of the parts i used to play and then i never even played his like harmony parts i hate to break them too hard to figure out but i had to like then I, after i had already learned this i had fucking first i i thought i was playing bass so i relearned everything on bass and then I had to relearn everything on the parts I used to play on guitar. And then I had to learn all of Jeremy's parts. And I was like, fuck, dude, we're playing one show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I made the backtracks. Yeah. You know, I love yeah. you, Zach. I love you, man. <laughs> You're the one who dragged me out to the show. I was in fucking New York. I'm saying I did, dude. It's Blake. I said you all. I didn't say oh, you. Okay. All right. Fucking New York moving into my house. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, this man dodged a snowstorm. Yeah. There's still like travel ban. It's fucking. It's wild. Yeah. Power at Guitar Center, bro. Yeah, we lost Power at Guitar Center for like four days. I would have been off work regardless if I came down here or stayed. I should have started Airbnb Igloos up there, like running them out. <laughs> Like, yo, you need a place to stay. I got you on the ice fridge. <laughs> just get just get all the uh Bills fans that you know, they're gonna be shirtless anyways. They'll be fine. I'll import it to Florida. <laughs> I'll start selling ice there out of my go. backyard. <laughs> and import it to Florida. Or like restaurants need bulk ice for their drinks. Yo, I got you. <laughs> I got you, fam. This shit's like the Titanic, yo. <laughs> Goddamn. I wonder I wonder how much someone would pay for a chunk of that ice with an iceberg. Just say it's that uh that holy water that Bobby Boucher drinks in um the water boy. Okay. Oh, sees, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Dude, I just watched that movie again the other day for like the first time since <laughs> like that was 15 really years ago. It's been a while since I've seen it. Adam Sandler movies are great. Hey. Oh, we got Aiden. Heard. Rolling it hot. Even if you can hear us, you probably got to connect, like hit connect to audio. If it's on the Eastern Shore, his connector is going to be that on the phone. But 
Maybe Dylan can walk you through it. Dylan, help. SOS, help. All right. He's uh, if he's doing it on his phone, all he should have to do. This is that yeah. red icon. You just got to. Hey, hey. Uh, yo, is my camera? Oh, we got Android. Aiden. Oh man, my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. Oh, no. I got an iPhone. Oh, I got an iPhone. I heard that. A bad internet. I literally. You literally. My my shit's like a satellite dish or something. A spaghetti dish. Okay. <laughs> it was my. Sorry. So you get like, oh, like shit. my bad. You get like a couple seconds, and then you're you're gone. Yo, he just got a full head of hair now. Yeah, dude, he's been growing. Damn, he was gangster shit. Beard, bro. Gangster shit. He's getting old. He's old. He's He's not a little he's kid anymore, up. dude. So we we're just like talking about old. Nah, when I was first playing with y'all, I was. Oh yeah, he's on a delay too. Oh, oh you just want me playing with y'all? Not, dude. Fucking tell the people who you are first. One thing, dude. This is my fucking little fucking brother, dude. Okay. Taught this kid how to play drunk. I didn't. Hell yeah, man. I... Yeah, my my name for sure. Yeah, uh, when I was like real young, and you were dating my sister or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But uh no nah, like uh um <laughs> yeah my name's Aiden Pratt. I make uh music now as a solo artist under the name Wishes and then I do some uh hip hop producing under Wishes from the Crypt. And um yeah, I'm currently I currently work with a couple people, a couple friends of mine out in Philly and Baltimore area. Um and yeah, I played with uh Sound on Fifth Street, uh, because y'all need a bass player. Shane said I want came to me because you're playing a couple shows in Maryland, uh, and I learned all those songs in like I don't even know, it was like, like three days, weeks. maybe like two days. Was but it it's really? like yeah, like two weeks. It felt like a couple of days, but but <laughs> yeah, I've always played like a bunch of different instruments. So, so that's like all I ever did was just sitting, you know, like fuck around on like whatever I had laying around. I had a couple instruments growing up laying around the house, so. Uh, it was. I just learned it, did it. It was a crazy experience for sure. Um, I'd never played in front of that many people. I mean, like unless it was something for school, <laughs> and what in, like, high school it? and all that. But was it? No, no, no. That's my. That was when I played. He. That he was also, the one. It was at a. Was it the mushroom head show? No. It, Wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was. Kind of, I don't remember. And spite was there. For spite, spite. And- the headliner was spite. Oh, spite in last ten seconds of life. I did open for last ten seconds of life. Dude. Yeah, dude, Andy's gonna shoot himself. Spite Colt. That was before spite. <laughs> like I had spite when they headlined another tour. Like like <laughs> that, and they had like three hundred people on a Tuesday. It was Hell nice. yeah, no shit. It was like spite and varials. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. saw varials. Varials is so good. Varials is good. Yeah, Philly, right? Varials. I'm in Mar- I'm in Buffalo right oh, yeah. now. Like I still book shows in Maryland here and there. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Fuck with that. Fuck with their music. Varios. That's like some real hardcore, hard, more hardcore like, stuff. But my, my, my wife, my wife is not into about? like the hardcore scene. And when we saw Varios, she was like, 
she was so into it she's like the crowd just like just the energy was just wild yeah it's like hate mosh yeah. like, <laughs> if you look at like old hate breed videos and them playing like warehouses in like tennessee back in the day like everybody was just like calls it a ruckus hell yeah dude. A bring the motherfucking ruckus dude so i want to hear what like <laughs> experience like what was that experience like dude what you were like 17 yeah, it was really weird because um, I didn't even, like, know how to, like, dress myself or anything either. So, and, and I really didn't fit in. I didn't know dress like, <laughs> And, like, I stuck out. Like, I, really, I really stuck out like a sore thumb. I, I think I was wearing and, like, just jeans and a T-shirt. It might have been, like. One of those t-shirts that like buttons up a little bit too. I think it was like it might have been. <laughs> it might have been like, <laughs> yeah. But I was rocking out. I didn't care. <laughs> Everyone was like looking way out. But it was so cool. It was really nerve wracking though. Like I remember before the show and around that time, I was like one of those people like you couldn't take me anywhere <laughs> type of person. So I was really like it was getting to me. I think I was a lot. But Shane, you you like got me right though before the show, and I was chilling. I think he might have said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, no one can like hear the bass anyway, so just act like you're like if you." <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, "If you don't know the part, like open, like open, like, try, like just fuck it." And I did, and it, I, I just rocked out because I definitely like forgot the arrangement of like some parts. But at the end of the day, like it was a lot of just chugs and. I made it work, so yeah, it was a super cool experience. I felt like the man because oh, I was yeah. like, "Hell yeah!" Because that show was oh, like the best, know. and Spike <laughs> cool. So it was all that was yeah. sick. Saved her ass, dude. He couldn't do it this time. I had yeah, man. Yeah. I'm sorry about my internet too. It's like it is. Yeah, so it's, it's like, awful. It's Maybe still try shutting off so. your camera and see if it works better. Yeah, I can see here. Oh fuck, Dylan, what was your first? It might work better, but I got fuck. What's that? What was your first big show with Softs? I think you might already said it, but I won't tell um, you. God, I'll admit, what was our first big show? I don't even remember which band it was. We played like so many. Play Honor Crust at Record Theater. We played with the Browning one time. We played with the Color Morale one time. Yeah, I'm about to say, I think. Dying honestly, I think like our like first like real big, big show was when we opened up for uh, Dying Fetus. Hell yeah. Or like the 930 Club Festival thing. Dude, Wicked Winterfest. That whole freaking that's a story. That whole freaking day oh, was God, a. Dude, I'm so dead. <laughs> dude. We had the bright idea, like so. Oh, they wanted us to be there, like what, seven a.m. Yeah, seven a.m. And, and we stayed up. It's like forty-five minutes to DC to the venue, and yep. we stayed up partying until like five in the morning. All of us got like an hour of sleep, and then like, had, like a pre-party event to this festival. And then we sold seventy-five tickets to this thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like we get there, and they're like, "Yeah, so you guys go on at like six thirty p.m." 
but you can't leave. Like you have to stay at the venue all day. We were like sleeping during these indie bands because we're dead. <laughs> Dude, I was behind a merch table taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first time I played Park Rock, I uh, I had got somebody to buy me <clears throat> some store bought moonshine, oh. and I had like just started drinking. I was like nineteen. It's like I didn't drink very often. I was just starting to have a little bit of fun with it, especially playing shows. I was playing bass. So like Aiden said, you know, if you fuck up a little bit, it's quite <laughs> less noticeable than the, the guitars. And uh yeah. that's we, why I hate like that's why I hate playing his like drums because of that shit, but bass easy. But yeah, I was fucking sure. drunk as pissed, though. And uh David was filling in vocals for, I don't know, one of the other local bands, a friend of ours. I think Pete, Pete was in, is in that band too. I don't remember. Anyway. Are you talking about Tides and Currents or whatever? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mine's yeah. Like Mirrors. Oh, Mine's Like yeah, Mirrors. Mine's Like Mirrors. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. But like, I got so fucking drunk that after our set, like I threw down so hard. That like after we like unloaded our gear off stage and stuff, I was just exhausted and I went and laid in the truck and passed out. And I missed but, the whole rest of the park rock. I woke up and it was like everyone was like coming to leave. And I was like, "Whoa, well, fuck! Why didn't anybody wake me up?" They were like, "Dude, you were you were passed out, dude." <laughs> I think I remember that. It was park rock. Yeah, it's park rock. He yeah. played drums for us. Well, no, 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 not the that was the that was the Drake Bell one. Oh, so that was a different park rock. It was an earlier park rock. Yeah, when I was still playing bass. Oh. Yeah, when David was still in the band. Oh. Yeah. The last the last park rock I played was when uh Texas in July had their uh farewell show there. That was sick. And we had uh it was Texas in July. It was another like weird other oh Harfirm Heights was the other headliner. I don't know them. It's like oh, that's word. That's like, like emo. Band. Yeah. And then I can't make it on. That's that band. Oh shit! Yeah, I heard that name in a while. And uh, what was it? Uh, Shark Tooth, I think, was the other band's name. Yeah, Shark Tooth played that. Yeah. But, uh, nah, Wicked Winterfest. Like we went on stage, and they like would not let us use any of our equipment, but like the guitar, like our own guitars. And my drumsticks. Like, we weren't allowed to change out cymbals, like, drum set, nothing. And they had, like, we plugged our guitars in, and they had us running through, like, the same tones as, like, this indie band. And it was like, oh, my God, a metal band trying to play tones through, like, indie oh, band God. stuff. God damn. What did you guys sound like? <laughs> just, it was okay. just metal with clean. It, it was... <laughs> It was all right, but like <laughs> nobody moshed all day. And as soon as we went on, everyone started moshing, and then security broke all that shit up. And they're like, "Nah, you can't mosh. You can't yeah, do that." Like busted their head on the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> so for the rest of the time, everybody was just kind of like sitting there, like, "Yeah, cool." Um, and after that, we left because we were just like, "Yo, we're done." Yeah. Ended up going back home where all of our friends were, and they're like, "Yo, you guys were sick." And then we ended up playing like an improv like house show that night at fifth street <laughs> oh yeah dude that's sick yeah like it was two cents in one day and we were so tired after that like yeah, yeah. dude okay. oh i just kept doing was just drinking beer and chugging whiskey and kept on going 
Yeah, Dylan, you're being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know wild times, right? Who's the thing? Who's who would have thought I'm the one who doesn't drink anymore? I think drinking is overrated nowadays. Back then, we didn't. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some of the shit I've experienced at nine thirty calls are just kind of like this is cool, whatever. <laughs> Fucking trying to slang them ticket. Cheep, 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 cheep. What was saying? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> y'all, like, y'all did like a pretty restart, restart. That's what it was like. What am I coming through? Yeah, now you are, bro. Y'all fucking with me though. Okay, bet. I can't tell because, like, I'm telling you, this internet is, like, terrible. Um, yeah. I'm stuck here, though, unfortunately. But uh, y'all did, like, that. Didn't y'all do, like, a – didn't y'all play in, like, Mexico or something? Or am I thinking about someone else? Yeah, we played in McAllen, Texas, which is, like, eight miles from the border of Mexico. God. Yeah, dude. dude how was that? Out. Like, how was that, like – Virgil, dude, in the valley, bro. I think they're bam – not his band. There was another band called The Valley. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Wraith. Wraith, was Wraith yeah. And then The Valley they're was like was their homies band. Yeah, dude, they're fucking sick. They're the homies. Like, pretty much almost everywhere went on tour. Like, shout out to everyone who took care of us on tour. But, like, yo, they yeah. fucking took care of us, bro. They loved us so much, dude. They just treated us like they were, we were their family, bro. Like, right in their house they like here's some fucking food here's some drinks here's some drugs like <laughs> <laughs> texas was a tarnating time oh after. dang i'll tell you what tarnation tarnation i was tripping mushrooms in houston and i like got my nose pierced after i got electrocuted what the fuck okay, Wait, you i was there for that no I was, no no yeah, I, only, like, I went to texas once the venue we played was no twice twice, grocery twice store that got converted into a venue and they had shitty grounding in the electric and i went to go do my vocals while playing guitar and I had oh like, yeah pickups in my guitar oh so, yeah like, my face got shocked and i felt oh, I don't like, do it with reg with reg with ceramics too dude no like and yeah it'll shock the shit out of your lips yeah, yeah dude. i yeah. couldn't like move my face so then like i decided to trip mushrooms at the promoter's house after the show nice. and like i like Got my nose pierced by this random person. Nice. <laughs> Same nose piercing you have right now. Yeah. So like, <laughs> put a they put a eighteen gauge in there. Actually, no, it was a sixteen gauge, but then it shrank up to like an eighteen gauge because I had a little brace stud in there until I put the hoop when I got back into Baltimore like two weeks later. Nice. But like, we were out in Texas, so like we still hit like Florida and New Orleans and all that shit on the way back up the coast. Yeah, dude. So like. Whatever the brace stud I had in here was bigger than the hoop, and then I got back to Baltimore and it shrank up, so now it's like stuck in there, you know. Nice, you just yeah. leave it. Yeah, that's gross. I thought about getting a second piercing just to be like whatever, but like I don't know yet. <laughs> remember our uh, remember our first store, Zach, all the yeah. way up in New York and everything. Yeah, the Bojar in Albany. They couldn't Jer- pass. Jer- they gave us such a beer. Jeremy's a. Uh... Jerry's gonna hate that I tell the story, but uh, after that show at the Bug Jar in Albany, he like had to have a Gatorade, and he's like, "Dude, I don't care where the hell you all pull over, but you have to get me a freaking Gatorade like now." And so we pulled over at this like we pulled over this sketchy ass gas station, and he gets out, he goes in and gets his Gatorade, 
I've never seen him run so fast. He comes running back to the truck and he's like, yo, go, 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 go. I'll tell you all in a minute. Just go. And he <laughs> took off. And he said, yo, this guy just straight up walked in here, like threw his gun on the counter, like right in front of me and just like grabbed a cigar and started lighting that shit and smoking it. I was done. <laughs> Did he get the Gatorade? Did he pay for the Gatorade? He, or just take it. He or... paid for the Gatorade. He got the Gatorade. <laughs> He just didn't care about his change. He probably just like threw his bill on this counter and like left when he saw that. <laughs> I I don't know exactly what he did. Go, go, go. <laughs> he had to pee, he had to pee real bad. <laughs> and then we and then like we ended up getting a hotel or something because him and Alan wanted to shower. And like I was on we 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 went to go check into our room and shit. And across the hall, all you heard was a prostitute just like banging this guy. Nice. Nice. And to, I'm like, to stay well, in like we're, def- we're definitely in New York. Wasn't it Sean's mom's friend or somebody paid for a hotel for us for like a night or two? I don't remember. I, remember was, I think it was like in Arizona. I remember one time in, in Michigan, Calvin was with us and like we were stoned and we pretended to be weathermen on the on the TV that was projecting <laughs> the forecast. <laughs> Shout out to McDonald's Cup Gravity Blow Rips. All I know is we slept outside the bug jar in albany the night before and we didn't have any ac or anything in the truck so we were like summertime windows down and everything and we did not realize that we were sleeping in the ghetto and woke up and we're like how did we not get mugged (laughs) (laughs) no you're good dude aiden are you fucking hyped to come to another metal show bro what what like live experiences have like going to see shows like live experiences yeah oh going to see shows my first show that i ever went to see was um oh i went to a warp tour like when that was still a fucking thing i guess like back in like maybe or something like that i was like really i've probably just gotten into high school uh I'm like 24 now. I just turned 24 at like last month. So the 10th. Uh, but yeah, I think I went to see Pup was there, which is a, they were pretty, they're a Canadian band. They recently like blew up a little bit more. Like they had a song that like kind of hit on TikTok. Um, but yeah, I went, to, I saw them and I can't remember. There, there might've been a couple, I, that was so long ago, honestly, but that was my first one. And then I went to see uh, after that, show i think i remember one in baltimore at auto bar which i lived like right next to there uh recently uh in remington uh baltimore and um who's there like modern baseball and like tiny moving parts so like a lot of like kind of midwest or up north like kind of bands playing um there was a sick band called uh the super weeks i think and they were like openers for them and they didn't, I don't know if they really like took off or anything or did nothing, but they were fun as shit to watch live. Cause I guess they were like really putting a lot into it. And I think Pup was at that show too. I don't know if they were on the same label or something like that, but they were definitely touring with modern baseball cause they were the, uh, the, yeah, they were the big guys at the time. So, Oh, and, um, fuck, who was that other dude? Some other dude in that kind of circle was playing i forget his fucking name though 
and I've seen a couple metal shows, I think. Uh, I definitely seen a couple of y'all shows, especially yeah. the, and then down at the barn, like my favorite show, honestly. And that that wasn't even no venue, but like that shit was awesome. Yeah. No one knows about the barn, I bet. Dude, the fucking barn games. A couple the Halloween, of- the fucking Thanksgiving, bro. So yeah, I want to like, what was your like? What did you think about a fuck your first metal show? Compared to the other stuff that you saw. It was definitely different because people I never seen like so yeah, and it, it was really y'all show be, and watching those other bands because I never like really went to anything like that. Cause I'd always been if I was in the metal, it was always I well, guess murdering more like metalcore stuff. So Yeah, and it wasn't like hard it wasn't like hardcore like and um when I went to that show, I don't know. I was a little shocked because I never seen people do like more like hard, hardcore style dancing where they like fucking throwing their arm, like hitting people like that. And I was like, I thought that shit was awesome actually. Like I, when I first saw it, I was a little bit nerve wracked. I think your dad might have got kicked in. The yeah, my dad stomach. got kicked in the gut. He was trying to get close to take. Bro, a- I don't. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen over. So he wasn't feeling it, but I thought it was awesome. I kind of felt bad, but I thought it was pretty awesome. And like that was definitely a cool experience, and like opened my eyes up for sure to like new stuff. But I never really like caught a lot of uh, too many shows. Like I, I mean, I played a couple of shows for myself and uh, Zach. You hooked us up with a show um, at Cafe Same Place uh, that I played with y'all, and uh, I played with Ty, and that was with uh, Three Thirty Three Crit. Um, was a project. It's just on hold now, but we're still like doing stuff and still active, I guess. And um, and that was super fun. But in Cafe Six Eleven, yeah, I can't really like. I don't really. Yeah, yeah we got that. Six Eleven. There's not really much. It's probably about it. Shout yeah, I can't out really to- remember anything right now. I'm pretty uh. Dude, Dylan. Yeah. But um, what was your first experience with with metal, bro? <laughs> like my first my... first heard fucking Lincoln Park, bro. Um, faint, and... bro. When he starts screaming and faint, dude, that was like I was like. So like, I grew up, you know <laughs> my 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 parents listened to like classic rock and shit like that. And the heaviest that they ever went was like Metallica and everything. Yeah, but yep. the one I'll never forget is I was I it was like my first day in uh in high school and one of my friends since we were like kindergarten uh Chris Rouse she's actually the drummer for Roachzilla shout out to him hell yeah um he he put his earbud in my ear he's like yo listen to this shit and he put on job for a cowboy tube in a machine and I was like oh dear God. And it was like it was just game over from there, man. Hell yeah, dude! And I went to uh, I went to I went to a local metal show where I met a lot of my good friends still to this day, you know, um, and Pistol Creek Gain and Blunt Force Trauma and everything like that. And it was just like it was a lot of fun. Zach could tell you that was like that was peak, like you know, at least back then, like Southern Maryland, like community center shows back then hell yeah 
I mean, now the now the shows now have definitely like come back, and there's definitely that community again. But it died off for a while. But back then, it was like so much fun. Okay, Zach. First metal experience. One of my when first. When you like got into metal, you know. Well, Job for a Cowboy, I found out one time, but like saw this band called Sky Came Burning, and like Jeff, Jeff rips on the guitar i don't know how he does it he'll do <laughs> shit behind his back shredding solos like van halen okay, <laughs> uh <laughs> strain was another first i saw them at sonar back in the day they opened for Azalea dying in between the barrier but like were you already listening to metal at that point kind of i mean i i listened to like guns and roses like in middle school so what made you go to an acacia strain <laughs> job for a cowboy word you knew that right? yeah I, I heard relinquished and like intuitive machine i was just like damn this is this is the shit how old were you i was like 14 or 15 no shit and you're like i want to go to a concert yeah i wasn't allowed to go to baltimore at the time but i went and i saw a treu at sonar and like Hell this yeah. guy got his face busted it was like halloween like escape the fate headlined a treu yeah. co-headlined and then hollywood and then opened <laughs> and like it was on Halloween at like Sonar, and like someone's dad took us because we were fifteen, oh, like yeah. we couldn't drive. You know, oh, yeah, dude, that's sick. not not to not to interrupt, but my first like big metal concert was uh, it was a, I can't remember the venue, but it was like this tiny little like venue, like a hundred and fifty cap venue, and Dying Fetus opened up for Cannibal Corpse, and I was like fourteen or fifteen years old. <laughs> That's sick. And I remember just being in like the front row on and Cannibal Corpse. Just imagine them playing like a stage, like literally like half the size of like a king size mattress. It was just <laughs> it. It was awesome. <laughs> like they all had to stand so close together. It was wild. It was like playing at the pinch, bro. <laughs> Dude, it was worse than the pinch. It was like it was tinier than the pinch. I saw this That's guy fun. carrying two sixty-five and fives down the stairs at the pinch, and it was like icy in January, and he ate shit going in on that first uh, set, and he dropped both of the amp heads, like right there on the stairs, and I was like thinking like one of the tubes was just gonna pop out because it like, dropped it just pretty hard. Shattered. Yeah, like those are boxes basically. Did he break them? No, like oh, I don't know damn. how. I thought he broke his ass falling down, but like. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Fucking sixty five and five weighs like fucking sixty pounds, dude. Like sixty pound to five. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't light. They ain't light. I remember playing through Zach's plus, dude. That was sick. It was we sounded fucking awesome, dude. Zach had a sixty five oh five and a sixty five oh five plus that he let me play through. And Cody still has the plus I sold him. Oh yeah. It's still sitting right there in his room, like collecting dust. Oh shit. I sold the 6505 when I moved to Tennessee at the time. Shane, what's your uh, first experience with metal? So, my dad had the Black Album in his truck, dude. And we would jam that sometimes. But then, like, real metal, my cousin burned me a CD of a bunch of random bands. So, I think there was, like, Breaking Benjamin on there. There was Linkin Park. There was Slipknot. Which Slipknot was, I think, the heaviest, but like, you know, it had like all the, you like their, you know, most famous songs, just in a mix on there, and uh, 
So I didn't even know what I was listening to, but I was like, yo, Slipknot was my favorite on the CD once I found out it was Slipknot. Um, but yeah, so like my first metal show was shout out to fucking Stephen Calais, Brian Campbell, Paul Crutchley, and Will Leverton, dog. They had a band called To Build a Bomb. And uh, they, uh, um, there's this guy, uh, shout out to fucking oh my god i forgot his name anyway he runs kent massive bro so my we live in kent county and uh so the the, the event was called kent <laughs> and uh so it was like just a huge mixed genre show there was like djs that played electronic music there was rappers there was like punk bands and then there was fucking to build a bomb bro and they were like I don't know, like, but like, kind of like Chiodos, but heavier. Um, like pretty like Chiodos' first album inspired, but like even more technical, and like, I uh, dude, it's just fucking absolutely badass. Some of the coolest fucking songs I've ever heard. Um, anyway, that was my first fucking metal show. It was fucking sick. There was like seventy five people shoved into this um like wooden uh pavilion thing that sits over top of the water and it was fucking sick dude it was fun, you know that's awesome awesome dude but then uh my first like actual show seeing big bands was warp tour in 2013 nice i i'm so sad i never got to experience warp tour what bro yeah but if believe that or not with the amount of shows that i go to like now to this day but like i'm basically at every single show but like yeah because at least when i went they had like sick fucking lineups like i remember one year they had black dahlia murder uh, like memphis mayfire after the burial 68 like i like i don't know so like a lot of years they had really especially the couple years i went they had fucking banging lineups but you know, it's an outside show. They set up the fucking stages for like one day. So like the sound guys literally would get like a half ass level and just not give a fuck. They're like, yo, everyone's drunk and partying except for the kids that are here and they don't know anything about live music. I'm just gonna hit play. So like ever like the Black Dahlia murder, like I had no idea. Like all you could hear was the drums then the vocals and the noise mm. you know you couldn't hear like anything the guitar players were playing the, the bass was just <laughs> like it's not gonna been the black diamond doing that though no 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 that's how all, every single band sounds okay you know and like you know memphis mayfire sounded sick because they were inside the pavilion and i'm sure you know they had somebody with them mixing them and not just like whoever was on warp tour being paid to mix you got to think though anybody on the production team for warp tour is not sleeping all summer oh yeah no <laughs> no partying no. no. hard <laughs> no not even partying they're like breaking setting up the stage at well, like 7am yeah they're like busting ass too but you know um anyway oh. fucking... here's the veil was there when i that's the band they Talk really hot you sweat to death but and you get dehydrated, but you have a really good time. 
I think David ended up at an after party with Chelsea Grin one more tour one year. That's pretty sick. Yeah. It still went it still went better than uh Blue Ridge every any year. First what is Blue Ridge. The festival in like Lynchburg, Virginia. It gets bad reviews every year for ever selling in the rainstorm, basically. Great. So they're like, yo, now there's a storm coming. So like So like you all gotta like get out. Yeah. And by the way, we're canceling days three and four, and we're not going to give you any money back for it. That sounds fucking like a scam. It's like the scam book they ordered three months ago, bro. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, metal's fucking sick. And then uh, the first show I think I, like, went to that wasn't a festival that I wanted to go see. What band was that? No, actually, it was you guys. I went to go to, I went to All Stars Tour. Oh, that's when uh, I was still in the band. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Was, dude, was, did they have the outside stage? Yeah. Yo, I was dying that, that awesome. stage. There's dude. still video, there's still video oh, wow. of us playing that on YouTube. It was like mid July. It was like it was 110 degrees, and I remember Drew was our vocalist. Drew was our vocalist at the time, and I remember him just in the video, him just screaming, "How are you all feeling today? It's hot (laughs) as fuck!" And then we went into a breakdown. I'm saying that, dude. I watched you guys whole set. That was like some Fred Durst shit. It's like it's hot as fuck, y'all. Chill. He was trying to get people to like start throwing down, but it was just so hot. Like people were like, dude. He ended up like going. He ended up like dropping his mic at one point, going in the pit, and just like started spinning people. Yeah, yeah. No, he was like circle pit. I tried to run in there with him, and it was just me and him (laughs) running around in a circle. So I was like, (laughs) all right. Like after that set, I like hurried (laughs) up, got my got my cymbals off of the drum kit because it was a shared drum kit, Uh... and. I like immediately like went to the shade on the other side of my car and just died. That's when Jeremy had to go get the Gatorade really bad too. Oh, dude, I don't blame him. That show, that show was so hot. Yeah, it was very like, hot. It was fucking it's like 110 sick. degrees on that stage. What bands played, dude? I remember Oceano. I said like Dance Gavin Dance. I think that's uh, Upon a Burning Body, A Skylit Drive. I was just looking at this the other day. Um, um, I wrestled a bear once. Yeah. Or as I called him, I tackled a squirrel twice. And then what else? There was another, there was one more band, wasn't it? It was like after Marines the Marines and Saturn. There's, I don't know, there's another band. There's another band. It was Marines and Saturn. No, 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 no. I think, I mean, Marines and Saturn might have been there. Hold up, I got I got the flyer. Looks sworn in played. It was like after the burial or something, dude. It like, I don't, cause they had like really, really crazy guitars. I remember the show was sick. It was awesome. It was awesome. I had the flyer. Hang on, I'm I'm trying to find it right it's now. Like, fucked up though. My one of my best friends had passed away like a you day or two before. In the parking lot. Was I? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I was like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, you guys. I was eighteen. I was eighteen. You guys were doing shots at the parking lot. I don't remember that. But then they had a no reentry policy once a certain band went on at Reverb. And then you guys left because he couldn't come back in. Fuck. 
Fucking reverb. I mean, I did like that venue. It's so big for like no reason. Do you remember the OTEP show when you were playing with us? And then like, oh my God. It was like, look at that guy in the crowd. It's Jesus. <laughs> I was wearing a costume. Yeah. Being a kid trying to have a good time, dude. Dude, yeah. oh, that OTEP show was like, that was just a strange time. Yeah. Like, I, I just, not that they were bad or anything. I just, I just felt. I felt weird. I don't know. Yeah, it was like elitism. What about in California? Uh, when they changed the age of cigarettes to twenty-one and shit, oh I couldn't my buy God. cigarettes. Yeah, I couldn't either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you just started getting more stressed out on the West Coast, so you're like, I'm gonna start smoking cigarettes. <laughs> nah, dude, I was already smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen Dylan smoke cigarettes at a party. Yeah, dude, <laughs> well, dude, I used to smoke, and then. One day I just woke up and I was like, yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you don't smoke cigarettes, don't try them. Don't ever smoke cigarettes. Don't horrible. do it. It's terrible. It's like it's not even like it's just a waste of time. Waste of time and money. All right, hold on real quick. Shout yeah, out to I Alan. just recently quit. Shout out to Alan Nash for using cigarettes as an excuse to take a break at work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's like why I started smoking. Worked at a restaurant. Everyone else smoked. They got to fucking go outside like all the time. Like, what do you like? There's a good smoke. You get smoke breaks. So like, fucking give me a cigarette, dude. That's why. I like, I really outside too. That was the first time I smoked a cigarette, dude. I was like 16, and I was smoking weed at the time. So like, took a big old drag off the cigarette. When I hit it. And it fucking hit me hard. And as soon as I exhaled, I fucking like collapsed. Cause you know, the fucking nicotine was insane when you don't when you don't fucking are, are not addicted to it. You don't have a tolerance to it, dude. It fucks you up. I was working at a restaurant. It's like people drive and smoke these. I didn't understand the tolerance thing. I, like, <laughs> I hadn't smoked weed before, yeah. and I was working at this restaurant. What do you say? We saying go, bro. My this bad so i'm it's like uh, but anyways i was saying i went i went to philly me and ty like recorded in philly recently like this past weekend and uh for some reason i was just like really wanted a sig i had quit like i've been quit for like two years now i think and i was drinking that night and you know when you drink and you like you just want a cigarette when you drink like really bad <laughs> like for some reason like I that crazy cigarette right now this shit sucks like i just i'm missing something and so we were walking around we we're getting ready to go to a bar and this dude was like rolling up cigarettes outside the bar and um i asked him for a cig and for the first time in like a long time and i hit that shit and i was sharing it me and ty were passing around each other and we like looked at each other and we were like yo this shit just snapped me and i almost like fell back like same <laughs> shit like i got fucking almost and like it was it was pouring down shit in philly and like this dude was just like who the at, because it was chill at first and then he just kind of seen me and was like who the fuck is this dude <laughs> i was like i don't know what the fuck was going on i was like that fucking nicotine hit when you first get that it was like the first time oh yeah crazy. fucks you up no i i just found uh the all-stars tour uh flyer it was upon a burning body headlining dance gavin dance a skyla drive i wrestled a bear once within the ruins, within the ruins. yeah Dang. that was it 
thing within the ruins was so sick. Dude, they were insane, dude. I wish they would play another. I wish they would play again. Like, dude, they're so fucking sick, dude. Well, we yeah. can rocket horns up style. Do you guys want to play? Tell me your favorite metal song, Dylan. We're going to listen to it and we're going to talk about it and why it's your favorite. And yeah, dude. Yeah, my dude. favorite currently or like one of my favorites all time? Either, dude. Favorite, favorite metal song of all time. If you had to pick one song. God, that's so hard. Oh, fuck. Favorite right now. Right now? Man, I'm going to have to stick with... Uh, I'm going to stick with a- After the Burial, ATB. Uh, uh, I'm a wolf amongst ravens. Solid choice. I mean, if it's not a war, boy, that was... Okay. Yeah, because right now I've just been jamming them and uh, Ginger. Oh, yeah, dude. Shout out to Happy Fucking Bro. Yeah, dude, they're fucking insane. Like, every, like, everything, dude. It's crazy. The vocalist is fucking badass. Everybody's badass. They're literally one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Double drop D or some shit. Yeah. Oh. Our shit. Yeah, shout out to Lord and John Challenge and all the stuff down the phone. Guitar just becomes a percussion instrument in metal. And you jolly jet. He's like, nah, I can shred too, dog. He's like, I ain't just joking. Fuck my dude. 
Shit, a lot of that, uh, a lot of that chugging is not easy to do neither. No, you're right. <laughs> when people talk shit. All we do is just hold one note. I'm like, okay, you play that rhythm. The you fucking on time. mute it. Oh, play on like. time. Especially this ending up here, like, we're getting up on it, but, like, how they're just so clean. After the very old guitar players are just, like, how they the time with, like... After, uh, after Justin Lowe died, rest in peace, I mean, they just kept it a four-piece and they still fucking shred. So fucking heavy. Yeah, whoever says that that's easy, I want to see them play it. You're right. <laughs> Dude, that fucking drummer, bro, the whole time, just going right along. With the yeah, he is, he is just freaking wild, man. Like, he just, he is honestly, between, like, him and, like, Matt Griner, honestly, two of the right, cleanest, dude. cleanest and best drummers I've ever seen live. Fucking right, bro. I gotta say, the, the craziest drummer, like, maybe the best drummer I've ever seen live is Origins drummer, dude. Oh, the yes. Death band. Holy yeah. mother of fuck. We played with them and Abigail Williams at Audubon, dude. They were insane. Their bass player is like playing a six string with his fingers and doing vocals. It was insane, it's dude. Like... <laughs> yeah. And the dude, and the drummer, dude, his heel toe technique was immaculate, dude. It was in fucking insane. Like everything they played was like 300 BPM, and like yeah. I didn't hear him miss a single fucking blast beat. Like it was insane. It was fucking incredible. Like it sounded like fucking robot drums. Like, it's just like uh, it's just like Trey from Dying Fetus as well. The, oh, dude, Dying Fetus was fucking sick. Shout out to Trey. Thanks for putting me on the guest list in Rochester. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I think their guitar player let me use their guitar cabinet when we opened for him. John? Yeah, one of them, dude. He's only got one guitar player in that There's band. There's only one guitar player? I th maybe it was him. They're a three-piece band. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another uh, like, how you were talking about the Orange's bass player, uh, the another crazy bass player is actually Vale Maya's bassist. Shout out to Danny. Playing, like, fucking six-string, like, you know... All no pick, just shredding. Danny's got oh, the box yeah. for L'Oreal shampoo commercials. <laughs> <laughs> he really does, though. Yeah, like, like, my man's got all the hair for it. 
He's just like, I'm a whole damn conditioning aisle. Dude, so what? <laughs> Dude, tell me why is that make it? Why is that? Why is that your favorite metal song currently? That's been one of my favorite metal songs for a very long time. And honestly, it's just because like I I, fir- I didn't even hear it like in studio first. I heard it live first. Let's see. And it just it just hit so damn hard live. And I'm like, yes, this is it. And like I strictly remember like I was like, I'm not getting in the mosh pit tonight. I'm not getting in the mosh pit. And then they came on. And I stayed out of the mosh pit until that song. I heard it, and I'm like, I can't, I can't not anymore. Hell I just went yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Like that, that low, and I, I mean, personally for me, that's that's what I love. I love like, I love real low tunings. I love just like heavy shit. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I love riffs and you know, everything like that. But give me a good like, you know, like chuggy kind of riff, and I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. all about it fucking right dude yeah dude after the burials fucking gnarly bro yeah between between them and ginger are like my two favorite bands so yeah she's fucking badass i mean all of them are but like fucking that that band is just uber uberly talented for no reason dude aiden what's your fucking favorite metal song bro i know you got one Yeah, I do got, I do, <laughs> I do got, but after that one, like, I don't know. Some people, this might be a, a little divide, but, and this is just Dude, for, like, okay, kind of the, the impact of it on me at the time. But, uh, all right, there's two things, like, that really had an impact on me. And that's why I think they're, that's, I don't know, I don't, I'm not, they're not the best, but they're just my favorites. I don't, I'm not going to name the best. Like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. But, like, uh, stand up and scream the whole album. Uh, yeah, asking Alexandria, uh, attack, attack, stick, stickly. That yo, that, that video, <laughs> uh, stick, stickly. That's probably like of all time. Like any that like, and it's weird. Like, but if anyone knows me, like, of course that would be the thing that I'm like, I fuck with it. But like, yeah, like that was like, I don't know, one of the first things that really stuck out to me. <laughs> Breaking their neck, bro. Brabcore, son. Dude, I remember I heard this shit in like sixth grade. That was like, I was like, all right, bro, attack, attack, okay, okay. And then you know, they they really started bringing like the electronic into metal. And I was like, what? And I thought it was stupid, and I hated it. But then like I just kept listening to it for some reason. And then, you know, nah, I love, I love Attack Attack, dude. I love this song. Me and my buddies, too, did a cover of this song. This part. Woo! You attack, attack, headbang, bro. Like a half a headbang and then like a really big headbang. (laughs) 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 
Oh, shout out Bill Murray, though. Dude. Bill fucking Murray! That's the, that's the singer's move, man. Donnie. I love this fucking band, I love this whole album. Oh, back, back, honestly. Why? <laughs> oh, this one was way early. Hey, you're breaking your neck in the deep end. <laughs> well, the first time I heard this song and got to this part, I was actually like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I, back like Dude, I can't imagine seeing a bunch of fucking 16 17 year olds putting this record out right. 2008 on the internet bro they probably fucking myspace so there. hard bro like, oh my god like, I think I remember seeing an interview with Caleb Shomo he's like yeah I almost kill myself cause of all the eight we got fucking <laughs> good old myspace times oh shit dude um, yo fuck yes Aiden Oh my god. That's so funny. Yo, that's metal, dude. Anybody says that's not metal can suck my dick. Okay, Zach's favorite metal song is what? Kick Push by Lupe Fiasco. Kick Push. Lupe Fiasco. I don't think this is a metal song. (laughs) (laughs) What up, (laughs) y'all? Yeah. Okay, we're not critiquing hip hop right. right now. Best metal song. We'll say I love hip hop. Miasma by Black Diamond Murder. What was it? Miasma. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a real good one. We don't want to work. We just want to fuck with solo pills and voices. <laughs> Last time, uh, they came through with. When Trevor was still alive before he passed, they closed with that song. That got to do monitors for the Buffalo. I would hate to be their drummer. I would not like it. When I saw them, they had like a little bit of a chubby drummer. And literally their whole set, he was just like, his mouth was just gaping wide open. He was just gasping, like, like he just looked like he was in pain, dude. Like, <laughs> constantly blasphemy. Like, dude, I can't imagine, like, the muscles burning. Like, listen to that. Now imagine. All I know is I hope nobody looks at me. At of doing straight blast beat. I hope nobody like, looks at me. This is like as slow as he'll go, like right here. Right? 
When I went to the Warped Tour with Jeremy, he, uh, he like skipped the whole band. Like this Memphis Mayfire. Like, he was like really into them back then. I would have skipped whatever band was playing because he thought that No, 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 no. <laughs> to wait in their merch line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was the first one. Those are real drums, like that's him fucking playing. Like, yeah, not too wild. much time aligning you can do. He's so good live, too. I thought Honor would go like set up his kid that day. I think I've seen him with two They've had multiple I wouldn't build a hair item on one fucking black metal. Yeah. 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 Why, dude, why is that your favorite metal song? I don't know, dude. Like, when I discovered Black Dagger Murder in ninth grade, I, like, kept, like, I downloaded all their stuff on LimeWire, and I crashed the computer for it. Oh, and, like, yeah. the blast beats, like, helped me sleep somehow. <laughs> like, just kind of, like, Zooming. my brain just, like, <laughs> you know, and then you're just like, ah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> metal heads are just wired differently. Yeah, I'm just not wired, okay? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Nah, Shane, now you were talking about, like, you saw the one drummer and he would just, like, his face looks like he was in pain. The, the, the stank face is real with drummers, let's be honest here. Well, like, like it wasn't even, like, a drummer face. It was, like, 
yo, I'm exhausted. It's hot as fuck and this hurts. He was just like, ah. I got a Charlie horse, but I gotta keep playing. <laughs> like, 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 Charlie horse face, dude. <laughs> one of the fifth one autopsy drummers, he like blew out a vertebrae in his back from doing the double bass recording one time. What the fuck? Yeah. Ow. Yeah, that is an owl. Blew it yeah, like one of the discs in his back, like bulge. When he like was doing the double bass, recording a song, <laughs> I, think I that forgot was... who it was. There's some drummer in Australia right now who has like he he was not like a full time drummer. He's like just a studio drummer, and he straight up like tore his ACL fucking playing drums. Oh, dude, how? Heel toe, man. Sometimes I guess it happens. I don't know. I've never heard of somebody doing it, but. We were watching old skateboard videos of El Toro, which is this, like stair set in Spain last night. And this guy, he like jumped and he messed up his ACL really bad. Dude, we watched a bunch of people get fucked up trying to do this thing. <laughs> I've, I've had I've had that ACL surgery. It's not fun. Fucked it. Ouch. Dude, I don't even know what my favorite metal song is, dude. You should play. If you put me on the spot, dude, like you should play uh um Renity of a Modern Romance. I would have thought you would have had one right now. <laughs> nah, dude, it's hard, dude. I mean, it's it's thought you... Nah, dude, it's my turn. Oh. <laughs> it's my turn. I mean, it dies today. Oh, you're playing periphery. Dude, Come on. I, like, I love periphery. Come on, <laughs> frog kid. It's goddamn <laughs> frog. <laughs> so come on which one do i even play which prog do you play goddamn baltimore kids coming back at it again damn baltimore all these songs are like long all right well, look uh, if you want to play a real band play every time i die that's a really <laughs> good band dude it is that's like andy's favorite band all right let's have a session called it's andy a good Rouse. band shout out andy rouse deep share podcast one of my co-hosts it's hey. a good band. Dude, Frog. Come on. This is a good one. Come on. This is a good one. <laughs> Crew Cabaner. Oh, peace screaming, that's some devil music. I'm changing it up. Kelsey Grimm. Fourth one. Dark and heavy. This is definitely the Back before Alex fucked us up, Vegas. <laughs> but he actually distorts his fucking part. 
I don't like following up I, can, I might almost like Everlasting Sleep better than the Foolish one, honestly. I mean, but, like, it's dude, pretty... I, dude, that fucking album is so fucking brutal and heavy, dude. And, like, his vocals, you can tell why he ripped his vocal cords. Like, he's putting everything he has into those vocals. Yeah. Like, he's, like, being loud when he's recording. And, like, you feel it through the fucking recording, like... It's insane. It's fuck crazy. And then uh, on that same album, when they had uh, "All Hail the Fallen King" featuring uh Phil Bozeman. Oh yeah, bro. Good old Philly Bo. I don't know how he does. I don't know how he makes those noises, dude. I can't. My voice just won't go that low. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody understands. It's crazy, dude. Like Oceano. I just saw. Uh... I just saw Whitechapel live with Mashuga back in December. That was an in flames. That was a good show. Well, yeah. Aiden taking ball rips. 
Dude, Aiden, are you taking bong rips, bro? Trying to like fuck around with this uh, VHS song, try to get it to work, but because it's like it's just a little like janky, like something's going on with it. But my bad, <laughs> my my internet is so horrible. horrible. <laughs> I'm just trying to like I, I keep thing, but it's like my bad. Like it's been it's been a struggle the whole time. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, bro. I'm probably wrapping up the show here. Yeah, but, yeah I'm gonna go get some. It's so it's good to. Thanks for having me on and stuff and sharing. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, hell yeah. Check out Did Another uh, Wishes, whatever the hell you go by now. Did Another Wishes. Wishes Did Another. Okay, none of that came. On Instagram, and me and uh, Ty just dropped it. Shit. Just let me, let me. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Ty, me and Ty, I produced the whole record, or me and Gibbs produced the whole record, G. Collins. Um, uh, something to say by Ty, out everywhere. So go check that out. That's Hell our current project. Hell yeah. Dylan, tell them where they if can hear me, on the social. Anything you got to plug, Doug? You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. all that shit. Uh, um, got a new band coming out, project called uh, Omen Sky. We'll be playing um, be playing a couple shows here by March and everything. And you know, the the genre is all over the place, but it's a little, it's got a little bit of something for everybody. So we'll be checking that out too. Hell yeah, Zach! Hmm. Tell them where they can find you on the socials and anything uh, else you want to promote. Yeah, I mean just. If you want to play a show at Cafe 611, hit me up. Uh, shout out to Randell and the fam down there. Um, Silent Off the Street still an active project. It's just I live in New York. Blake's in Jersey. Adam's in Florida. Uh, so it's kind of hard to get together. But we out here. Uh, new album coming this year. Got 13 new tracks written. Uh so yeah, support your support your artists because they make art, not war. Fuck yeah! Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the I knew somebody I didn't know it all podcast. I can't stop saying it like now that since I've had my buddy James on. Yeah, thank you for He's from Ohio. He's like podcast, and I'm like, it's a podcast now, dude. It's not a <laughs> podcast anymore. It's a podcast. Started <laughs> out of the Eastern Shore. Yeah, dude. Eastern Shore Auction House. Yeah, dude. I just got a new job. For anybody wondering that heard me squabbling on past episodes on here, Andy's show, where I'm like, please, somebody help me. I need a job. I got a job. I got a job. Nobody wanted to hire anybody before the end of the year for the new year. So, like, I got a job. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, brother. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. <laughs> Bye, Dylan.